You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome, everyone, to this week's edition of Behind the Braves, the official podcast of the Atlanta Braves. I'm Ricky Mast, Atlanta Braves Digital Media Content Manager. My co-host, Director of Braves Alumni Relations, Greg McMichael, will be with you shortly. Uh, Really special treat for you today. So, as you probably saw and heard, last weekend here at Truist Park was Alumni Weekend. And as part of Alumni Weekend, we had the Braves Hall of Fame induction ceremony where Fred Tenney, the Boston Braves from many years ago, was inducted, along with today's guest, the great Rico Cardi. Now, if you've been a long time behind the Braves listener, if you've been with us since we started back in September of 2018, you'll remember Rico as one of our first guests on this show and still to this day, one of our favorites. I mean, just a really interesting guy. I think it's one of the great things about us doing this show, hopefully for you, because I know I've experienced this, is I had heard the name Rico Cardi before I interviewed him, but I didn't really know much about him. And the having the opportunity to talk to him and learn about him and his career really opened my eyes and and gave me a great appreciation for just how great of a ball player Rico was and how important he was to some of those Braves teams in the late 60s and and early 70s. So Rico, very well-deserved, newest member of the Braves Hall of Fame. Unfortunately, I was unable to be here for Alumni Weekend. I had a previously planned trip out of town, and so I hated missing Alumni Weekend, but our manager of Ballpark Tours and the Braves Heritage and Hall of Fame, Sam Wallace, he does an amazing job. We're going to have to have Sam on this show here sometime soon to interview him because there is not a person on this planet that knows more about the history of the Atlanta Braves franchise than Sam Wallace. I guarantee you that. He is our team historian. He is just a wealth of knowledge. Really entertaining dude, too. Really fun personality. And just, um, I mean, you can, if you're a Braves fan, you're listening to this, believe me, you could sit and talk to Sam all day. So, so Sam stepped up, filled in for me, and co-hosted with Greg as they interviewed Rico live out in the plaza here in front of Truist Park uh, on Sunday of Alumni Weekend. And uh, yeah, it was a great conversation. So without further ado, let's get right into it. Here he is, newest Braves Hall of Famer, Rico Cardi. All right. Thank you so much. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Behind the Braves podcast. We are here live in the battery. And uh, for all those that are here with us, uh, thanks for joining us. And for everyone in the stadium, um, we look forward to another great day of Braves baseball. So thank you for uh, listening in. So I'm joined today by our manager of Hall of Fame, Sam Wallace, and our newest inductee, Rico Cardi, from yesterday. So uh, please give them a hand. We're excited about what's going on. We have had a tremendous weekend being Braves Alumni Weekend. Uh, We want to thank our sponsor, Ford, who's been tremendous to us, and all the alumni that were here signing autographs, that were in the parade, that were taking pictures with A-list members, doing all kinds of things in and around the ballpark. We have a tremendous group of guys, so we, we thank them for being a part of that. And let me tell you, I have had incredible feedback from all of our alumni that were just so amazed at how you guys came out for the parade and for the games. They were just telling me all weekend long how excited they were to be here. So thank you for making them welcome. All right, so let's get to it. We want to give Rico uh, just a chance to maybe expound a little bit more on the weekend. This has been an exciting time for him uh, this weekend with being the newest inductee to the Braves Hall of Fame. So Rico, how does it feel to put on that jacket and uh, what kind of experience did you have yesterday? Well, I'll tell you one thing. Um, On Saturday, 
No, on Friday. The fans have surprised me, really. Because I haven't been in Atlanta as a marvelous almost 60 years. And these young kids, they don't know Rico Cardi, but they will come up to me and say, Rico, you're not our time, but we heard so much about you. That made me feel good, you know. And when we was in the caravan, both sides, Rico, Rico. Man, I, you know, they surprised me, but I'm thankful that the, the fans still received me like if I'm playing, you know. And it's, it's a, that our, my, me and my family will never forget. It's something really that I was looking forward to for a long time. But like I said, and my family says, nothing come before the time when God thinks it's right. That's when you will be inducted. And I'm happy that I was inducted into the Hall of Fame yesterday. And all the fans and my family is grateful and thankful. Greg, thank you very much. The way you treated me and my family always. So very grateful. So, Rico, we've had 78 Dominican-born players in Braves history. 78, that's the, that's the most of any uh, international country. You were one of the first ones. You were our third Dominican player we ever had. So, tell me what it means to you to represent Dominican Republic in Braves history. Well, uh, to represent the Braves in Braves history, I was one of the San Pedro de Macorís that make it big and stayed big as a superstar into our hometown in San Pedro de Macorís. Um, first there was Marichal, Felipe Lu, Javier, Manny Moder, uh, Chichi Olivo. Chichi Olivo. He uh, played, we played with Chichi Amado Olivo. Samuel is the other one. Amado Samuel. But Chichi is not Samuel is. Manny Ramirez was. But who made it big was Rico as a superstar, see what I mean? In the American, they never heard about the Dominican Republic. So when we start making it big, that's when the people was asking, we want to know where's the Dominican Republic and where this ballplayers is coming out from. And that's why today we have um, almost 6,000 people that visit the Dominican Republic and vacation. Almost six million. A year, I think we drive in about 10 million a year. That's what I think, yeah, about 10 million or more, you know? And I feel great about that. I feel happy I'm part, I was part of it, you know, still part of it, because once I come to the United States, like Vincent, right now that I'm inducted into the Hall of Fame, everybody in our home is waiting to see, you know, Rico is going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. Manny Ramirez is going to be in the Hall of Fame. You name them. In these days, there are about six or seven of us have been inducted into the Hall right. of Fame. We have uh, Marcelo Zuna now is on our current team, also from the Dominican. Yeah, he's from the Dominican. Yes. And Osuna has something that mostly hitters have. They get hot. But when they get cold, they're all cold. Um, now, I think hitters like Hank Heron, Willie Mays, Mickey Manuel, Orlando Cepeda, Rigo Cardi. I could recall I went 0 for 13 one time. 
And I couldn't believe that these pictures were getting me out. Once they get me out, I would say to Hank, how did he get me out? Hank would look at me and say, Rico, if you go up there and get a hit every time, you'll be hitting 500. I said, so I told him, no, it's not that. It's something that I'm doing wrong. And I have to correct it. Okay, when I went over 13, I recall a, a catcher, but he was a Joe, catcher. Joe Torrey? Yeah, he was a catcher, and he told me, Sirico, when you're going bad, you know, as good a hitter you is, I want you to look at the pitch, goes all the way in the mid. Don't swing, just look at it. And I remember that. I said, okay. I went up to the home plate, and the first pitch, I look at it all the way, but I missed it going into the... So I took another pitch, I look at it, my eyes goes into the mid, I look at it again, and when I was 3-2, then I say, okay, now I'm seeing the ball right. I'm not pulling away, I have to go straight to the mound. And the first thing I did, I hit the ball, but it was a, a gribbler. And that was my first hit at that time, and from then on I take off. And that year I ended up hitting 326. You see, you have to listen to people when they try to correct you and teach you something. Right. Well, you had uh, an incredible career. Batting average, hit for power, um, did a lot of really great things at the plate. Who was your first biggest influence as a hitter, as a young, as a young man? His name is Dixie Walker. I recall one time he called me up, he said, Rico, I'm going to make you a 300 hitter and I'm going to take away 15 or 20 home runs a year from you. And I said, what do you want to do that for? <laughs> he said, well, because today, if you hit high, everybody's going to look up to you. Okay, you hit 20, 30 home runs and hit 220, you're an outfielder. So I'm going to take that away from you. And we went into the cage and he made me sharpen up the bat. And sometimes I swing hard, he said, hey, wait a minute, what are you doing? I thought he was sleeping. So now I'm going to cheat. And every time I do that, he calls my attention. That was smart he was as a, you know, as a teaching hitter. And that's who, you see, listen carefully to this. Nobody can show you to do nothing. You have to have the skills, but you correct mistakes. And that's what he did to me. He correct my mistakes. If you don't have and nobody can show you do anything. You got to get the ability. And he will correct your mistakes. And that's when you go ahead and do what you have to do in this game. So that's what I always, you know, because back home in the Dominican Republic, when I go to help the kids, I always tell them, I can't teach you to do nothing. I can correct your mistakes. But if you hit in that way, I'm not going to change you. But if you, I see, don't have a success, then I'll help you that way. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. See? So you were, you were telling me about when you came to Atlanta, they tried to make a catcher out of you. You don't want to be a catcher. We had to get that bat in the lineup somewhere. Tell me about being a catcher. Yeah, see, when I started out, I started out as a catcher. But I was a bad catcher. I wasn't like you. You was good. I was bad. Yeah. But you see, by the days was going by, I was learning. But at first, every time they said I had to go back to the backstop and pick up, but I had a good arm. And nobody would, you know, go from first to second, the arm that I had. But one day, um, a coach called me. I think his name was Henneke. He was a, pitcher, a catcher. And he was trying to help me. He told me, Rico, you could be a good catcher. The arm that you got, I want you to stoop down, and I'm going to throw the ball, try to catch it with one hand, not two hands. That's why I started catching when I was out the outfield and with one hand. I was the first person to do that with one hand. But I learned to receive. Then I went to AAA and I was in uh, Toronto uh, as a catcher. But it was so cold that I couldn't feel the ball. And I told the manager, say, wait, if it get hot, you're going to see the type of catcher I am. And that's when I'm going to start hitting. Because while we was in Florida, I was here. But we got to that cold weather and I went south. I told him, I said, take it easy. When it get hot, I'm going to get hot as a hitter. <laughs> we went to Syracuse and it was about 65, 68, just starting to get warm. That day I went four for five, I hit two home runs. I told him, Skip, I told you. And it wasn't a, a half an hour when they told me, Rico, the brave just call up, you got to go down to double A. I said, what? Just I'm start hitting you, all going to send me down? They sent me to Austin, Texas. Oh, really hot. Really hot. That's what I had. They didn't want you to be cold. It was from, we, we, um, um, Toronto to Albuquerque. I hit, I hit a home run that, uh, the man is uh, Jimmy Bronson. Rico. That ball went so far, I said, I don't know. <laughs> then he told me, you're going to play left here. But he didn't hit me any fly balls or anything. He just said, go out there and do what you can. The first fly ball that hit me, I looking for the ball, I didn't see the ball. <laughs> he, I told him, but why didn't you take out in the morning, you know, and showed me something. He said, don't worry about that. You're going to be all right. So I keep playing, 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 and I catch up with it, you know? But I still feel it with one hand. But the funny thing, here I am now. I, I learned to feel with one hand. And I came in the big league feeling with one hand. I couldn't catch with two hands. <laughs> Paul Richard called me one day, said, Rico, you can't change this game. I told him, I'm not changing the game. I can't do better. <laughs> he said, okay, we're going to put a man on third base. 
And let's see, you're going to feel with two hands, and then you're going to feel with one hand. Okay, two hands, the man will go and save. One hand, two steps, he's out. He told me, he said, well, I think we're going to have legs, you know, feel with one hand. But this is going to happen now. <laughs> we gone to New York, and the first fly ball, here I come, with one hand. And the fans got on me. Hey, <laughs> Rico, go back to the Dominican Republic. You can't change this game. What are you doing? I said, wait a minute. I can't do better. You know, but I was saying that to myself because they keep telling me I have to go back. And every ballpark that I go in, they will tell me that. You cannot change this game. Go back to your home. But what kept me in the big league was my bat. My bat kept me into the big league. So, you know, that's um, part of my story of being into the big league. That's awesome. Well, I know you've got a big family, and I know everybody's extremely proud of you. I've gotten a chance to meet uh, some of your daughters, your, yeah. your grandkids, all yeah. them, and I know they've been here this weekend. I know they're extremely proud to see you in that jacket, and we're extremely proud to see you Thank as you. a new Braves Hall of Fame member. Let's you. give Rico Thank a hand, and we appreciate you Thank guys you. joining us. Thank you for everything. Thank you.